Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Okay, Dana, I did take my medication today. Good, David. I'm glad. I hope we don't need a disclaimer like we had to have on one of our recent episodes. (laughs) But I should be medicated and more or less on track today. How about you? You don't take medication anymore, do you? I don't anymore. I used to. And I reached a point. Well, actually, the reason I stopped was it was twofold. One is that um, as a self-employed person way back then, our insurance was so bad. We oh. couldn't cover it. So it was it's at a point. Yeah, yeah, it was like 400 extra dollars out of my pocket a month. And we weren't in oh. a place to do that. And also, I realized, you know what? I don't really need it as much anymore. I've got the the brain regulation, self-care stuff in place. And, and I was doing okay. And over the years since then, I guess it's been 10 years since I stopped, maybe a little more. Um, over the years since I stopped, it's I've been working more and more on the brain regulation stuff. So my I'm more in control of my brain instead of it being in control of me. That is so great. And I, I, I kind of have this like sense that it's, it's, I don't want to celebrate not taking medication too much because I don't know, so many people I know are, are like, oh, I wish I didn't have to take medication. Right. And I know I feel that way right. sometimes. Yeah. But as, I have come to accept that I, I really do need chemical help. So it's like, it's okay if you need to take medication. It is. You know? And you know yeah. what we forgot to do, David, is we didn't we, say, hi, this is kick some ADHD. I know because I dove right into the medication thing and see how it helps me focus. It it, it helps me focus without hyper focusing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So here's yeah. the but no, here's yeah. what I think about medication is not everybody wants to take it. Not everybody can afford to take it, can take it. Some people have, it doesn't work for a small percentage of the population, you know, maybe, well, small percent, maybe don't quote me but something like 15%. Um, yeah. I heard recently- They just don't see the benefit from it? Right, right. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Or it makes it worse. And some people, uh, they've got other stuff going on, you know, heart conditions, high blood sure. pressure, whatever. And it's just, it's it's not a good option for them. So that said, we um, need to look at it like, all right, not everybody wants to or can take medication and this push to say that people with ADHD are, you know, they're taking it just to get high. That's not the truth. Oh, um, it's totally not true. Yeah. I don't know anybody with ADHD that really is happy they're taking medication. They have to, to be able to function. They have to, to be able to live the life they want to live. But it's also, it's just something that they don't want to do. They're not, because it, ADHD medication, if you have ADHD, it doesn't make you high. It doesn't speed you up. It no. actually slows you down a little bit. It's, yeah. It, it, yeah. I like, I, I've never experienced any euphoria on amphetamines for ADHD. It just hasn't happened. It's quite the opposite. Like, it doesn't get me that. Of course, it's a lower dose, you know, than what you would, if you were going to take speed to get high, you yeah. would take a lot more than what I'm taking, you know? I, only felt euphoria the very first day I took Adderall and it was this holy blankety blank 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 
Sure. My brain, this is what a brain feels like when it's clear and working. Exactly. And it, that feeling was so amazing. So amazing. Not because I felt high. It was because I felt alert. Okay. So I can agree that there, there was euphoria around that, but not like a chemical high, like you're saying, but I did. I, same thing happened to me. Like everything kind of dialed down and I was like, oh, is this what people feel like in their brains? Yeah. This is so what a weird. normal brain feels like. Whoa. Yeah. Anyhow, that is what we're talking about today is ADHD medication. And is it working? David, I get a lot of questions about this uh, comments and people on my website on a couple of blogs I have posted on DanaRayburn.com about medication. And, and, um, and I answering these every week, I probably answering 20 questions about medication. Now oh, I bet. I am not a doctor and I can't tell you how much to take or what to take, but I can tell you when it's working, when it's not, how to talk to your doctor, what to be looking out for. Okay. And, and this is really timely for me because I have become convinced that something is not as it should be with my medication. Like there's some optimization possible here. And I don't know if it's a different drug or a different dose. And I'm actually on a new dose as of a couple of weeks ago. So that's different. So anyway, yeah. So this is very timely. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really, I, I, I want to know, like, I'm not really sure if this is working well for me or not. And I don't, I'd like some, yeah. So this okay. is timely. Yeah. So let's, let's go through uh, what I have prepared to talk about, and then we'll take a few minutes and, and coach a little bit around your situation. Oh, okay. Cool. That works. Because there are always lots of questions about medication. And also, I want people to know that when you take it thinking you're going to feel it, you're going to feel it come on board, that's not necessarily true. You, It is with the shorter acting stimulant right. medica medications, the Ritalins and the um, Adderalls. However, it's the newer, longer acting doses, it's it's more what targets are you trying to reach? So it's it's subtle and yeah. it's more smooth. And so you may not feel it like you used to on a different type of medication. And that is definitely the case. Like I'm on an extended release. You know, it's supposed to be in my system eight hours and all the, you know, which is all is that is what it is. But it's so true. It comes on gradually enough that I don't really realize it. And then I can't tell when it leaves my system later in the day, yeah. you know, so yeah. I know, I know it happens, but it's just, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not nearly like that first day where I took the short acting dose and I went, Oh, <laughs> I felt like right. the guy in limitless, you know, the yeah. clear pill. Yeah. You know? The short acting, the short acting, when I would take it, it would be bam, it's on. Oh, I can think it's clear and boom, 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 boom. I go through the day and then, you know, four or five hours later, whatever the wear off time was, I would start my I get really tired for about 15 minutes. So oh. I call that the rebound. So your brain would just sort of struggle and start to shut yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. Did you take a up. second dose then? Yeah. And then I would take a second. I, I took a long acting dose in the morning and then I would take a shorter acting dose in the afternoon. I would, I just wasn't consistent at all about my second dose for the day. And I finally just said to the doc, I'm like, let's just do the extended release. Cause yeah. And, and that that's what you really want because they're trying to make it so you don't have to remember because right. this is a this is a medication for people with 
Exactly. <laughs> you know, with a, a brain condition that means they don't remember to do things. Yeah, exactly. I had such a visceral reminder that I needed to take the meds, the, ne- the next yeah. dose, that it was very apparent for me because the rebound, the wear off was so extreme. It was like, oh, okay, take it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, maybe that happened to me, but if, if it did, I wasn't paying attention to my own body in that way. It just, I don't know. It wasn't working for me. Yeah. So, so yeah. So you may not feel it. And, and so you're, so I think what I'm hearing you say is the medication may actually be working for you, but because you don't feel that on off bit, you might think it's not. Yes. That, However, yeah. it also may not be working as well. And right. that's what we're going to talk about. So maybe we named this episode wrong. Maybe it should be, is your ADHD medication working well enough? Well, um, yes. Because there yeah. are a lot of doctors are under prescribing. The under prescribing is, is a huge problem. And because they're afraid to, to increase more, um, the, this is not a really well understood, um, avenue of science for a yeah. lot of doctors. And, and so they're afraid to give high enough doses and, or some doctors are giving way too high doses. So what I want to talk about after we come back from our break is, okay, how do you know if it's working well enough? And because remember, this is a tool to help you manage your ADHD so you have better symptom control and an easier life. That's what we're after, an easier life where you can get the stuff done that you want to get done. You can be the person you choose to be. And I still need an easier life than the one I have. Okay, let's get on it then after the break. David. Did you happen to catch episode 27? It was called Overcommit Much. In it, Dana gave me a one-on-one coaching session with, you know, thousands of my favorite people listening. That means you, the listeners of this podcast. So it wasn't exactly one-on-one, but you get the idea. Dana is a masterful coach and I will be the first to admit that I hit a point in my life where I realized I needed some direct help (laughs) with, you know, managing ADHD symptoms and, and really taking control of areas where I was struggling. I want you to know if you haven't ever worked with a coach, Dana is someone that you should really consider working with. There's a great way for you to get a little taste that goes beyond what happened last week, but also doesn't commit you to coaching. And that is that Dana has produced an audio course that allows you to understand the fundamentals of ADHD success. And I really want to urge you to go check this out. It's not a free item, but it is a very inexpensive, low cost item. And here's how to get it. Just go to DanaRayburn.com, D-A-N-A-R-A-Y-B-U-R-N.com. It's on the homepage. Just scroll down a little ways and you'll see there's some green buttons that say get access now. And those are related to this audio program, the fundamentals of ADHD success. It's an online course and I promise you it's going to be worth your time. You're going to be glad you did it. So go to DanaRayburn.com and check it out. And make sure that if you do end up getting this audio program, make sure that you reply back to one of those emails that you get, you know, and let Dana know you heard about it right here on Kick Some ADHD. Again, DanaRayburn.com and grab the fundamentals of ADHD success. You're going to be glad you did. All right, we're back. We're talking about your medication and how to tell if it's working well enough for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, David. So there are two things we need to 
think about when we're thinking about medication. You need to be taking the right dose of the right med at the right time. All right. So it's so and any one of those three dose right. medication and time, and if any one of those is off, your medication will be working well enough. Or will cause other problems. Right. If you're, like, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, longer acting medications are smoother and easier to remember to take. So if you can take a longer acting medication, then that's going to be more helpful for you. If it Definitely. works. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's so weird. Like you, you mentioned the right med, you know, and I, I'm sure we'll talk about this, but, but that's, that's one of the questions I have right now. I've only ever used Adderall okay. and I'm, I know there are some really fancy formulations now, which I'm not going to spend the money on. Cause like you, it's out of pocket. So like, like your story, but, um, methylphenidate, like Ritalin, maybe that's Maybe that would work better for me, you know? So that's one of the questions that I'm really thinking about right now. Yeah. And what uh, Dr. Bill Dodson is, he's in, out of Denver and he is, he's a wonderful ADHD doctor and he's done trainings on medication, which I've been uh, lucky to take because he's just so smart. So there's some really smart docs out there about this. Anyway, what he says to do is try one. And I just say Ritalin and Adderall because it's easier sure. to say. Um, and we're talking mostly stimulant medications. There are other medications now, and and but the most common ones still are the stimulant medications, the the amphetamine salt mix, which is the Adderall base, and the methylphenidate, which is the Ritalin base. So anyway, what Dr. Dodson says is what he does with his patients is he'll try to start them on one. So we'll start them on the Adderall, and you start a small dose and you increase it over time so your body can adjust, get used to the side effects. And then it's normal to have, feel it, um, not feel it come on, but feel like you're really productive. Everything's going well. Then your body gets used to it and it, that effectiveness dials back. And then that's a sign to increase the dose. And eventually you, will reach a dose where it's the, what we call the optimal dose for you. So he okay. says, you try that, try that on an Adderall and maybe take a few months to, to dial that up till it seems like it's an um, optimal dose. And then what he does is he says, okay, we got that. No. So let's record how that feels. And so, you know, if you're able to focus and do all this good stuff with it, then he switches them to okay. the Ritalin. And even if even if Adderall is working well and he's got an optimal dose, we're still going to try the other med. Because Ritalin, some people work better on Ritalin, some people do better on Adderall, and unless you try it, you don't know. So, so what may seem optimal on on Adderall, if you titrate—that's the word for increasing the the dosage to the to the right dosage of the right medication, the right titrate. Anyway, um, increasing mm -hmm. when you titrate the Ritalin, you may feel like it better than the Adderall. Because it make make you feel different than than Right. It just may one. work better. Different right, yeah. the, the two medications work a little bit differently in in uh, doing different stuff with neurotransmitters, which I'm not going to go into because I'll probably screw it up. So they work differently. So what you want to do is try them both. And what Dr. Dodson says is he take tries one dials it up, optimizes it as best possible, then tries the other, optimizes it as best possible. And then he lets his patient decide which one works best. 
Interesting. So, I mean, that, there was some version of that process that we followed with my daughter, her, her pediatrician. That was exactly, but we started, we started the other way. We started with, with Ritalin first and then, uh, eh, how's this working? And we had, we had adjusted the, the dosage and then, well, let's try Adderall. And then we stuck with Adderall. But ironically, recently, um, she was out of Adderall and we still had some Ritalin left and need, she had a project she needed to work on. And so we tried and she feels so much better now that she's had some time. This is a couple of years ago when all this happened. Now that she's had some time and experience with Adderall, she feels so much better on Ritalin that it's pretty clear to me that that is the better drug for her. Yeah. She, she doesn't have some of the nasty side effects that she was dealing with on Adderall. And it's like, wow, it, it's, just, it's, it's, it's remarkably different, honestly, with her. I didn't expect, because back when we tried the two drugs originally, when she switched, I didn't notice a difference, but yeah. now I do. Okay. Yeah. And, and so what I want to talk about next is how to know, because you say, is it working? And that's such a subjective thing. Is it working? So I want to talk about that next, but also I, so I want to tell you, say a couple of things about medication basics also before the titrating, moving up, right dose, right med, right time. The, the dosage is not based on your weight. It's not based on your size. It's not based on your age. It is based on what your body needs and your metabolism. Yes. And so I have some clients who, uh, you know, an itty bitty woman in her 50s is taking a higher dose than a strapping larger male in his 40s. And it, right. just, it just depends on the person and what yeah. they and there's also no correlation, particularly, we recently talked about ADHD types, right? Primarily inattentive versus hyperactive. There doesn't seem to be any correlation on dosage or meds with those. Is that true? There or? is a little bit. Um, okay. But then that gets into, there are some, I'm I'm going to stay with the straight medications Perfect. that are most commonly prescribed because there's some other stuff going on that doctors in the know are doing. Most doctors don't know it. And I don't, I don't want to yeah. get into that. Now, because I, I am not a doctor, I am not allowed to prescribe, I'm not allowed to tell you how much dose to take or anything, but I am allowed, I just want to make this as easy for people as possible. And naturally, you have a framework. You have like the ADHD medication code. I do. I, I do. know. I'm excited. I can't wait. All right. All right. So when we talk about whether it's working or not, you have some specific things in mind. Yes. So you say, well, is it working? And what we're not, we're not looking at the physical behavior. We're not looking at, is the person hyperactive? Are they inattentive right. or not? What we want to be looking at is how the brain's working and how well the behavior is controlled, how well the emotions are controlled. That's what we're looking for, is the behavior and the emotions. So it's really, what job do you want it to do? Yeah. So like by behavior, you mean like the brain behavior, the, the, can the person focus, do the project, stay on task or, or function? Some yeah. of us do, just need to yeah. function period, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, okay. So we look at, we look at the targets you want to hit. What are yeah. you, why are you taking it? I, I'm not taking it to be more productive. Why are you taking it? Well, I'm taking it to be 
able to be on time from work. I'm taking it so I can focus on the boring reports. I'm taking it so I can concentrate in a meeting. What? Why are you taking it? I'm taking it so I don't scream at my children when they act like children. Hmm. Um, but getting overwhelmed, you know, I'm taking it so I'm able to be a calm, work calmly throughout the day and stay focused and get my projects done and be able to be a, a calm, um, in control parent at night. And I think sometimes we have sort of unrealistic expectations, like a medication is not going to, most of the time, not going to help me decide what I should work on, but it's going to allow me if I decide to work on something in my case, right? It's going to allow me to stay on that task maybe longer than I might have done otherwise. Is that yeah, a fair way to say it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it also helps reduce the confusion and the overwhelm about exactly. deciding. It helps yeah. you get more clear on, okay, th this is what I need to do. And so what do I need to do to get that done? Um, and it helps you stay more focused. I think of I think of like caffeine as like motivation in a cup in the morning. Yeah, but I don't think that's quite fair to say. Like, it's not it's not going to motivate me to do like if I take a medication like an ADHD medication. I'm not going to find necessarily motivation there, but it might clear some of the hindrances to my functioning. You know, to 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 starting. Yeah, well, you could find that you're able to get things done that you might otherwise not be able to get done. Yeah. So and and the resistance to the motivation. Yes. And that, that's 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 that a better way to say what yeah. I was trying to say. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So when we're thinking about whether it's working or not, I think what I'm hearing you say is choose the targets or the outcomes that you really are trying to get out of the medication and pay attention to those and maybe ignore some of the, you know, the other stuff. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. What's what's the most important thing? Where is ADHD screwing up your life the best? One of my um, favorite examples of this is a uh, years ago I worked with a young man who he was a UPS driver. He did great at work. He did fantastic. That job was perfect for him. He you know he'd be on the truck. He'd race to the next house. He'd jump off, run down the driveway, drop the package on the door, run back. I mean, it was the ideal work for him. And he was fantastic at work. And then he would get home after work. Oh boy. And he had five children, I think mm. five under the age of nine or something like that. And, oh, wow. And he, that's where he start, really struggled to be the dad that he wanted to be. Sure. Yeah. He was disconnected. He would get angry. He would wasn't present with the kids. That's where it was hard. So... The doctor had medicated him, but we realized working together, no, you don't need it. You don't need to take it first thing in the morning when you get up because you're great at work. That's the perfect environment for your ADHD brain. It was a perfect job for him. Sure. What he did, we had to set up, was to take it as he was going, as he was getting off of work. Right, so yeah. by the time he got home, his brain was calm and functioning. And the challenge with that one, though, was because we had to really make sure that he didn't take such a high dose that he couldn't sleep. And, and that is the thing for me right now. Like the, when I switched, I am on a higher dose of Adderall. I still take it in the morning and I am, I'm not wired at night, but I oddly am having trouble going to sleep and I'm, I'm still giving it time. I'm a couple weeks in, so I think it'll improve, but okay. oh my goodness, I was not expecting 
10 milligrams difference to do that to me, yeah. you know? And, and, and again, so timing is the issue timing for, is for somebody taking it later in the day, but also when you, when you do titrate up or down or whatever, you're going to have weird, you know, things happen like sleep issues. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. possibly the, the side effects. Um, often what I've, when I go to conference ADHD conferences, I always go to the medication sessions, uh, me, sure. you know, a few, me and all the doctors. So often they're talking in language I don't even understand, but I do glean things. And one of the things that I have gleaned is they say, you know, the side effects often wear off or soften in about a month. Yeah. So if someone's taking it right away and they're all, oh, I've got a headache or dry mouth or whatever, and, or I don't sleep. And the side effects, if you give it some time, the side effects soften. That's that's good to remember. And of course, having been through this with my daughter first, I, I was aware of that to some extent, but wow, you know, so yeah. okay. I'm definitely going to give it time. So when you talk about whether this is working and people are noticing whether they're hitting their targets or not, do you do you recommend, do you coach people to keep a journal of some kind and write this stuff down? <laughs> because honestly... I wanted to do that as the, the scientist in me was like, what I have to do is note my feelings at the blah, blah and whatever. And of course that went out the window after about five days. Okay. I was trained <laughs> as a coach. <laughs> For you last five days. That's impressive. I was trained. I, right. I thought so. <laughs> I was trained as a coach, ADHD coach, um, a wonderful optimal functioning Institute by Madeline Griffith Haney. And she had us keep this, you know, have this chart of, it was this very elaborate chart that our clients were supposed to track their meds and their habits and their da 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 da, da forever. And I, I tried it. I could last it two days. Most people last two days. So <laughs> well, mine wasn't that complex. I mean, I could have designed a much more oh, complex yeah. one, but well, I was trying to I, keep I got it simple. It if, you, if, you, if you want it, I've got one in my. Podcast. I just want to see it. It's probably a thing of beauty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I. That's a should. I should have people track it. But the reality is it's something that they start and stop and then they feel bad about themselves. Exactly. So, oh, I did. I felt terrible. And then I would do it for a few more days and then I'd quit. And then I was like, well, screw it. I can't. This so isn't working. I'm, yeah. I'm such a pragmatic person. And, and I bring that into my coaching with my clients and, and don't set them up to expect to do something they're going to follow through on. So if you do it, yeah, two, maybe two days a week. So, so try okay. it for two days and maybe the next week after, you know, maybe Monday and Tuesday are your medication tracking days. Or often there are apps on um, your phone or watch that can help with you know, how you're feeling, how you're doing. What I really think is a better tool long term is if we can build our personal awareness. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I know that's hard because we are such unaware people, but I truly, I like, <laughs> at least I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it's, it's check-ins reminders on the awareness. Yeah. So I can see that I working. How, I've never tried doing? to do that, but I think I can see that working. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, so there are two options. Don't expect to keep close track on your chart forever. Try it. And some people can, but most of the people I work with can't two days. And I'm happy if we can track something for two days. And also the first day you're on it because you're really paying attention to it. The second day it gets less and the third day it'll get less and less. And by the fourth day, the, you know, the chart's buried under something and you don't even know where it is. And then you feel crappy about yourself. And so maybe it's two days to, you know, expect to not keep up with it. 
Uh, yeah, and, and I didn't. And then I found it really annoying when I would be in my doctor's office and he would say, well, how's this working for you? You know, I really don't know. And that, so, you know, I've tried to be a little bit more strategic about that. But you know, one of the things I was concerned about because I was in my mid 40s when I started, they hooked me up to an EKG. That was the first thing they did. Is your heart okay? Can we, you know, is this going to be okay for you to be on stimulants? I didn't want to have too much habituation so that I ended up needing a higher dose in case it went that way. And I also didn't want to have a physical dependency on the drugs. Okay, David. So, right. Here's my take on the addiction, physical yes. addiction. If you need to have reminders to take a medication or you forget to take it, <laughs> are you really physically addicted? Oh, touche. Okay, touche. That, I mean, that's, yeah, I know people get addicted to it. I, and I have never worked with anybody with ADHD that has gotten addicted to it because the problem is not remembering to take it. It's yeah. like, oh, crap, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. I forgot to take my medication. They pop the pill in and then they're awake all night long. And the things that, you know, the way we define addiction and dependency are, are they get into hazy territory here anyway, because like you say, if, if you needed to remember to take it. <laughs> yeah, if you need a reminder to remember to take it, are you addicted? Well, that was my thing with coffee. It's like I needed coffee in the morning to make the coffee that I needed for the day, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but okay. So, so you, you don't worry about it. Do you, do you, what do you, what do you do with the- I mean, there the, are some the... people that are abusing it. I had a client this week. She's, she has consistent sleep problems throughout her life and she's, I guess she's in her thirties and throughout her life, she's had consistent sleep problems and she's taken extra doses at work to stay awake so she doesn't get fired. You know, that's, uh, that's, uh, that concerns me and she's yeah. aware of it and the sleep is the issue. And she's tried just about everything with sleep, and but the sleep is the issue. And, and then I don't want to be on medication to sleep. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. like if <sighs> right. What about this five day versus seven? Like, I, I, for me, I, I generally just don't take it on weekends because I'm trying to not get too dependent on it or whatever. And maybe you know, I'm just chasing the wrong thing here. It depends on the person. Some doctors say take it every single day. Some people, some doctors say take it when you need it. Some doctors say you know whatever works for you. Um, I think if you notice what happens on the weekends, if you need to be productive and getting things done and focused on your kids and your family or and all stuff on the weekends, well, that you probably need to be medicated. I know when my daughter was younger, the weekends were a heck of a lot harder for me than the work weeks. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And okay. yeah. And, and also, so you don't take it Saturday and Sunday. What's Monday like? What's, what's happening with Monday? Is Monday or is it a slow start? Would it be better just to take a, a med holiday on Sunday okay, because, yeah, and just, just accept that Sunday's a day where you're just going to float around and not get a lot done or make it, or maybe Saturday, you know what, notice the day, the day you start taking it again, what's going on. That's very useful. Okay. I appreciate what, that. What do you want to be able to get done? What are the targets you need to do have to reach? Thank you. What are the targets you need to reach on the day after, and are you able to reach them? Interesting. Interesting. So, it, so yeah, I think I have some new things that I need to pay attention to yeah. after this. It's, yeah. it's really, um, it's so dependent on the person. And yes, people can build a tolerance 
if for taking it for years, but a lot of people take it for years and never do. And it just seems to work fine for them. And I don't know if I'm only, only if you only hear about the ones that are having problems, that's kind of what I think. It makes sense. I mean, because who else complains, right? You don't right. complain, if you're, you know, if you're not having a problem. So yeah, it was yeah. when we, this is a tangent when we adopted our daughter Aja from India and you know you're reading on these adoption sites how awful it is and how horrible the kids are and what problems they are and blah 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 and we were terrified and we talked to our social worker and she said the only people that write those things are the people that are having problems it's a strong negative bias. It's true. The it's other true. people are busy raising their kid and enjoying it and and enjoying being parents, and they're not saying, "Oh, I need to go take time off to go write on this website." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that yeah, you know, and, and it's so it's the negative bias, and it's the same. Is it the same thing with medication? I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. And I see. I came into the whole thing with an anti-medication bias. I, I just. For all the reasons you could think of, I just was like, I really don't want to have to do this, you know? Yeah. And, but it has made a difference. And I, I, so now I'm, 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 next time I see my doc though, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try switching. Okay. We're going to see. So see David, if, we've got, I'm, I've it. got a client at the top of the hour. So we've just got a few minutes left. Did you have other questions about your medication? No, I've what been paying targets? you all along. Yeah. What, oh, now. What yeah. targets are you see? reaching? <sighs> For me, it's it's doing the things that I that I would not get done, you know, if I were not medicated. And, and what does, are those things? Be specific. Well, I mean, for me, they're they're the re repetitive, recurring, boring things in my work that, frankly, I I need to delegate more than I'm delegating, mm -hmm. and and you know, so it's a, it's a mixed bag. Yeah, you know? it really is because then we get back we to the strengths, weaknesses. We had that, I don't know, episode months ago. We did, yes. Uh, and delegating and all of that stuff. It's not, you got to set your life up right to work for you. You do. And get the and, help and, and support you need. Yeah. And early on when I was paying a lot more attention to medicated versus not, that was the, the issue is that I, I had to do the things that I just had to do and I wasn't going to delegate them. Now I'm a little more inclined to find ways to get them done that make my life easier, thanks to you and your coaching. Yay! <laughs> so I, so I'm a little fuzzier now, honestly, about whether the how to measure this. So I've got a little thinking to do about that part. And the other thing, David, I hope you don't mind me airing your laundry. Not the a bit. other thing I wonder with you is you drink a lot of coffee, and we we joke about it, but when people are drinking that much coffee every day to get started their medication's not right or the dose isn't high enough. If you're if you're drinking coffee because you like it or maybe it's just a habit, that's one thing. But drinking it because you have to have it and you're taking the medication, there's a sign there. And it's not just coffee. It can be um, Coke Zero. Or, you know, it can be other things that, that give you a lot of caffeine. Um, if, if you're self-medicating to that level, then the meds aren't, aren't right. They're just not. And I have noticed I, I don't go hunting for my, you know, 50th cup of the day as much as I, or okay. whatever it is, you know, late, late morning, early afternoon. I'm not I have noticed or, or I'll get it and then I don't end up drinking it. So I do feel like that stronger dose is helping in that Good. regard. Good. But, and that's a great sign that you pointed this out to me. I, I, I really think that you're right. My body was just screaming for, you know, stimulation, something. It's stimulation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. All right. Um, so, David, what I would say for you is get clear. Why are you taking it? What are the targets you want to reach? 
Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's my takeaway that, and also measuring Mondays that I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Thinking about Monday. Now, Mondays, I'm getting off on a tangent here again. And oh, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to do no, that No, it's to okay. You. <laughs> it's okay. But Mondays can be problematic anyway because we have a transition. For most of us that work typical Monday through Fridays and then weekends off, Mondays is a transition day. So often we're not at our peak on Mondays anyway because we got to remember what we do for a living and get back into work. You're exactly right. And, and, and two, if you're not happy with your work, which I've spent a little time there, you know, <laughs> then, then Monday is like Monday for that reason too, you yeah. know? So when you're crying not, Sunday night, I don't want to go to work. Yeah. And you know, there's, a, there's, a I refuse to think about Monday on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I just don't go there. Anyway, that's, that's, not what that's a yeah. different conversation. Yes, it um, is. Yeah. So it's, it's Mondays can be problematic anyway. Truly. Truly. So if well, this is Friday, you know, maybe Friday at work is the day that it's quieter. You're in the routine. There's not as much going on. Maybe Friday's the day to take the med holiday, Friday and Saturday, and get back on Ooh. on Sunday. Be yeah, creative. that's an interesting thought too. When okay. do you, when oh. do you need your brain to work? It's I uh, one thing, and I, gosh, you get me talking on this, but I, I just go. Um, I'm enjoying it. What I've talked to some clients about is think about it as you're wearing a brain hat. So when, and you're, if you put your brain hat on and that's when your brain's working. So when uh, do you need to wear your brain hat? My brain hat. Yeah. What, when do Dana, you, Dana, we need an actual brain hat. Okay, now that's a real tangent, David. The, yes. Let's start another business. How, yeah, let, let's do that. I, I mean, merch is inevitable, honestly. So, you know. <laughs> Wearing my brain hat. So when you kick some ADHD brain hat, there we go. He's writing it down. Oh, he is. <laughs> oh, I am. I am. I am writing this you one down. You can get your own Kick Some ADHD brain hat for only $19.95. But wait, if you order now, There's we'll more. throw in. Yeah. Uh, so, so if you're listening to this and you want a brain hat, or if you have questions about medication or comments or what your experience is like, this is episode 32. Just a reminder, you can find it on kicksomeadhd.com slash 032. 032 is the, what you put after the slash. And uh, make your comments. Ask your questions. We want to hear about what you think uh, uh, about our medication episode. Um, that, that'll, that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes of that. Yeah. So medication is a tool. Use it. Notice when you need it. Work to get the right dose at the right med at the right time. And go out and kick yourself some ADHD out of your way. Yeah. Love it. All right. Thanks. And I'm looking forward to our next episode. Yeah. Thanks, David. Week. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.